Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening to this episode 254 of the Tree Talk podcast. Myself, Jack Neville, and Matt O'Callan of the Weekly Observer and Vale Star. It'll be a very busy episode and the last of this current era before I move abroad and then we'll be doing it from Sydney, all going well. But for now, lows get through. We've plenty hard to forward this weekend. With a load of football over the weekend, and we've camogie as well. So stay tuned for all that and more. Impression the game, we get old with what you put into it. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go out and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods, and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Charlie Buckley. Let me spend out there from the world court today. No more about him. Made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel. The fact that that's it. No ifs, no buts. No sympathy in this game for anybody. As I said, Matt, it's the it's the last for our current iteration of Treaty Talk, but we won't run that. I spoke last week about the up uh, upcoming immigration, but I'll be on a plane this Saturday, and please God, I've heard that there is live television on those long haul flights because at half one in the Gaelic Crowns this Saturday. Doing playing the Pearshig in the Limerick Scene Hurling Championship semi final. And there's no place better to start than the Hurling. We'll get straight into it, Matt, because it's a mouth watering tie. Uh, I suppose the Pearshig top the group are the champions last year. They've won seven titles, I think, in 11 years. Doing have been blighted with injury that we spoke about so much. But now that we're into the last four, Matt, just what is your initial read on that game? Yeah, I suppose, Jack, in, in, in many ways, um, given the, the, the background to the game, which you've graphically outlined there um, and very clearly outlined, um, it, it's in many ways a free shot for doing um, because like, they, they, they have suffered so many setbacks uh, and, um, you know, they're all interrelated. You know, the fact that you lose your six backs that you had last year to injury and um, you go out then you win the league, you know, which gives hope um, uh, and, and pick up some county silverware and then go out a couple of weeks after and get a, a right thumping by Kilmallock. And, uh, but there is, there is tremendous resilience in doing the fact that a week after they came back and beat Patrick's well, who had beaten the piercing in the first round. And then mm. um, lo and behold, in round three, uh, they got completely overwhelmed by Napiershik. And five days later, bounced back up again and beat Kildama Palaskinri and then beat a hand to qualify. So despite all their travails, they're, they're in the semi-final. And uh, it, as I say, in, in many ways, given the circumstances, it's a free shot. Now, um, you, you, you'd have to say by any benchmark, um, Jack, that... Um, Napiershik had the complete package. Um, all right, they yeah. lost to Patrick's well in the first round, but um, really after that, I don't think there was there was never a doubt, but that they were going to qualify for the knockout stages, 
and I suppose are indeed for the semi-final. Maybe there was a slight doubt going into the last game against Kilmallock. Um, well, had they lost that, they may have lost the semi-final spot. Um, but um, as events transpired, they wouldn't put them. Um, uh, they, they, they were vulnerable to losing the, the, the semi-final spot, but not the quarter-final spot. But one way or the other, I don't think they would be would be uh, would have been very worried. Like they, um, they, 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 they seem to be the team that have all the yeses, Jack. And probably, I, I suppose it's fair to say that their their ultimate ambitions for the season. Shane O'Neill is back on board now, and that their ultimate amb- ambitions for the season may lie outside of 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 of, 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 of Limerick, and that you know that. Um, Winning the Limerick Championship would be a means to an end, but that's not to say that they, that they will take Dune lightly um, for for one minute, um, because um, as I said, the resilience that Dune have shown this year has has been simply in, absolutely incredible. And um, but you know, you you would have to say going into the game, like that the game is Napier six to lose, um, you know. They are where they are in the current series without Willem O'Donoghue. You must remember yeah, that. Yeah. And, and plus the fact that you must factor in the huge influence that Willem O'Donoghue is not only to Napierschik, but indeed to Limerick or to any team that he plays that he plays on. So um I it, it looks to me as it's as as if it's going to be it's going to be Napierschik, but you know, I, I I can expect a, a real kick from Dune now. They, um, they 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 were very very average in the semi final against them, against them, Mungard Saint Paul. Now there was it was a very very poor first half with desperate low intensity, Jack. Far, uh, far away from the, the intensity needed, um, to win out a championship, and uh, you, you know the scoreline whilst you know it it, it was impressive. 13 points apiece at half time, but that was the result of open play, lack of intensity, all right, good shooting. But we saw a different doing in the second half. Um that that um they they, they upped the intensity and um uh, it, it 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 was more like the the type of a team that would you know and the type of intensity and performance um that would be required to progress in the championship. And 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 they got over the line on that one. So, like, yeah. you, you must remember that dude, people are sort of defining Dune's season by the game games against Kilmallock and the Pierschick. And I wouldn't do that at all because I've seen him in their I've seen him in their last four games actually. And I I I they're going into the game with a bit of momentum, Jack. They've had three wins in a row. In yeah, the scene of they have, the championship. and um, they have that, that in momentum. itself is momentum. Yeah, they have the momentum, but you you mentioned it there that that, that heavy loss in the pier should be undermined. And when you're down so many defenders, I think the last team you want to meet in Limerick Club Harland and maybe in Club Harland in general is Napierschig with the riches they have in the forward line with you know Peter Casey, David Dempsey, Connor Boyle, and Will Hain at Ronan is playing up there. This year, and as you said, without Will, I don't know. There's whispers that William could be back, but in terms of firepower, you know, it's it's hard to match Napier Shig. And 
Dune may have backed themselves with their first line six, but without all those players, it's just hard to see how they'll stop Napierschik racking up a score and, and then conversely be able to match it at the other end. It is that 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 that, that is the issue because like they, they have rejigged the defense and uh, and um, they have reconstructed the defense really like Carmack Ryan, as I said, has gone back. And um, Eddie Stokes has gone back into centre back very satisfactorily now. Two two very satisfactory games there at centre half back. But Jack, you, you you're right. The real test is going to come on Sunday, on Saturday, um, when 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 they face the like of the Connor Bylands, the Peter Casey's, the Adrian Breens of this world, you know, uh, the David Dempsey's. Um, it is it, it it it's then that the real test will be. Yeah, and I, I suppose for Dune, they have their own players that are in the field. I think Adam English has been one of the best players in the championship overall. You know, Tara Stapleton uh, still defies expectations up there at full forward. Jack Ryan, Barry Murphy, Pat Ryan. They have, you know, very good forwards that are Donovan leading from midfield. But it just does seem to be the Peertrigs to lose, uh, as you mentioned there. So we'll get predictions at the end, man. Well, you, 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 you just mentioned Darrow Donovan there now, and I've seen him in a couple of places for for Dune um, this year. And and it, 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 it is a testimony to, to the character of Darrow Donovan that, you know, his club were never more in the trenches and never more in need of a lift. And by God, Jack, did he, has he stepped up to the plate? Um or at centre back and at, at centre field, and you know, he's you know he's the real pulse of that team out there. Himself and Adam English are a very very formidable midfield partnership, and um, of course, Dune will be looking to him on Sunday, on Saturday to to um, maybe provide a platform for the scores. Um, um, Pat Ryan is in good form. Barry Murphy. Um, the work rate of Dara Stapleton, you, you know, is is something that's that's a huge boost to our huge for any team. And like you, you, you have young players that like Donald Coughlin in his first year has impressed me no end any time I've seen him. Um, Kevin mm-hmm. Maher is 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 growing as 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 um as a senior hurler. So you know. There, there, there will be plenty. Dune will not be short of firepower, Jack, either. But I, I think you nailed it there when you said, you know, how will the, the restructured Dune defense cope with 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 um, with with the firepower of 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 Napierzyk? And probably therein lies um, how how the game and how the game will transpire and what the result will will turn out to be. Yeah, I think I think do need to be at their very very best, and I hope Napierschig aren't at that level. I think if Napierschig get to their peak, they'll come through and get to another final. That's Saturday afternoon at half one. That game is live on RT. Then the following afternoon at three o'clock, we have the meeting of Kilmallock and Patrick Swell. And I suppose it go, it's we all know this stage that final four we become so accustomed to. So these teams have met in county finals, in county semi finals. It's been relatively, you know, even enough. Uh, Kilmallock obviously got the the big win in the final two years ago. Got the win in, in the group stage this year. But that group stage game, Matt, was by far and away the best game we've seen this year in either code across any level. And if we get anything like that on Sunday, the neutrals, for one, will be very happy. They will, Jack, and um, we were we were lucky to be there that evening in 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 Capamore, 
um, it, 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 it really, Jack, was, um, is a candidate for a class, classic category. Um, a fantastic game, high intensity from the first whistle to the last whistle, embellished by some excellent scores and just a point or two in it at the finish and maybe a point or two in it for most of the game. Now, Patrick's well threatened to put a bit of daylight at one stage. Kilmallet bounced back and, you know, it was to and fro, you know, huge excitement. And I think, uh, as you rightly said, neutral patrons to the Gaelic grounds on 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 um, Sunday. If if there is a repeat, God, they, they will go home extremely extremely happy. Um, but in terms of of the game itself, Jack, it, it, it's very very hard to call because it's it's one of those um, championship confrontations that sort of takes on a life of its own. There's huge intense rivalry be, between the clubs. They have met so often, Jack. In, in over the years, and they have met so often. Invariably, when they meet, Jack, it's it's in hugely important games. Now, um, I I thought Kilmallock, you know, really flew out of the traps early in the championship, but their form may have tapered the small bit as the competition went on. Now they 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 had to find their best form in round four to beat Patrick's well. Now I'm totally discounting. The the, the 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 last round game between Kilmallock and um, Napierschik has been a barometer for anything in terms of forum, because um, the, the 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 overall situation was that both sides were were safely through, and it you know it was the quintessential dead rubber um, that that um, you know so. But I think this game is I think it's going to be extremely close. Jack, extremely, extremely close. Um, now, Kilmallock to me will start as favourites. But um, uh, if, oh, yeah. if you look back to two years ago, and if you look back to the, the group game this year, you, you, you'd have to say that um, that Patrick's well own one. But whether they have enough, whether they have enough ammunition to do it is, is something that I would question. Because I, I think Kilmallock, on the day when they fire, you, you know, are quite a formidable outfit. And um, maybe that, you know, in view of what happened last year, like they are on a mission, make no mistake about it. They lost the final last year, a final in which they were overpowered by Napierschik, doesn't sit well in Kilmallock, and they are on an atonement mission. And um, it just happens that Patrick's well are, on their, are in their way now um, uh, on, on, on Sunday. So, if Kilmallock have a jack, I think we're going to see it on we're we're going to see it on Sunday. I think they have. Like if if, if you look through the personnel in the team, um, they 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 they're very very strong in 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 all areas. And you know, Graham Mulcahy is back. David Wolf is back on the panel. Um, Paddy O'Brien is back. Robbie Hanley is back. You know, they they they're, they're going at full strength. Um. Uh, into this game now, Patrick's well. Um, you, you know, w- when you think of Patrick's well, um, there's only one thing that you immediately think of, and that's Dermot Burns, Keane Lynch, and Adam Galan. Like, yeah. But there is more to Patrick's well than those three. Uh, oh, there is. You know, there are a lot of players out there that have played a lot of hurling and. Just name check, checking a few like Matt Carmody, the, the O'Briens, Jack Kelleher, like they've been around a long, long time. 
um, Jason Galan in goal um, is, a, is a good young goalkeeper. And, um, uh, you know, listening to some of the narrative during the week um, so far that that um, that Patrick's well will, will not beat Kilmalak and ha- don't have a really good chance. I, I, I think the other otherwise, Jack, I, I think Patrick's well have a real good chance of causing an upset, but I don't think they will. But I think they will yeah. make Kilmallock sweat before the Balbeck boys will get into the county final. Yeah, they've caused a few shocks in the semi-finals um, in the last few years. Like you think of the finals they got uh, in in nineteen. Now they were probably favored nineteen, but twenty twenty one against the Pierschig, they really came out of the blue in in that one. They've beat Dune a couple of times in the penultimate round where you didn't expect them to come through and. I think when we spoke about the Pierce, we spoke about the firepower. These are two more teams that are absolutely glistening in unreal talent in the forward units. Like looking at Pashwell, you obviously have a harder of the year in Aaron Galan. You have another, well, elect. You have another one in Keen Lynch. But outside that, Sporting Cast has been very good. You mentioned Jack Keller and likes Thomas O'Brien, Kevin O'Brien. But the two Kirby brothers, Jordan Higgins, has been phenomenally good yeah, this year. Absolutely I phenomenal. I should, I should have mentioned him, actually. He. he 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 has been absolutely absolutely phenomenal, Jack. But if we focus on the three the three big boys, you know, I I, I thought in the semi final against Bally Brown that Dermot Burns was immense throughout. And uh, but when when Bally Brown threatened and drew level with five or six minutes to go, then we saw the value of Keane Lynch and the value of Adam Galan. Oh yeah, and like the in, three in, of the best you know, players, and, and, and that's that's the hallmark. It's it's the hallmark of great players, you know. Yeah. In the moment of need, they they they, they stand up, and you know, uh, in many ways, a semi-final, Jack, from the first throw, from the throwing is a moment of need, and like if those three boys hit top form, you know, they're going to make it very very difficult for Kilmala. They will, and and while you know Patswell have have a good forward line outside of Aaron and, and Keane, they've really good players to highlight that. And on the other side, then Kilmallock are equally strong, if not stronger, with you know Michal Hulan, Oshin O'Reilly, Ken O'Brien, um, Graham Mulcahy, Connor Hanley, Clark, Robbie Egan, these boys as well. And Darren Burns is so crucial to everything Patswell do. But if Oshin O'Reilly starts as centre forward, where he has been for the last two or three years and starts to roam, you know, he'll pick up scores at ease if he goes wandering. Will it upset the, the Pashville defence? So while both teams have, have good, solid defensive structures in place, I think this one again is going to come down to the forwards. It is. It's going to come down. It's going to come down to the forwards. And that's why I'm leaning towards Kilmallock. And plus, of course, like the, the form of Shane O'Brien um, is, is just simply incredible. And um, like, you know, the day he picked... Um, for an absolute top class performance, what was against Patrick's well? Um, you, you know when the chips were really down, when when Kilmallock wanted to seal that semi final place and and get the job done, you know he really stood head and shoulders, absolutely a man of the match performance. So you know you add him to the like of Graham Mulcahy, Michal Hull, and Ocean O'Reilly, and um, you know you mentioned him there quite a go. To me, one of the unsung heroes of Kilmallock is Robbie Egan. Mm. Oh, a powerful man with good with 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 um, 
good hands and um, good to distribute the ball and that, that sort of a thing. And um, like, you know, we spoke about what Dallas Stapleton does for Dune, you know. Robbie Egan is in a similar category for Kilmallock, I, I, in my view. Um, he's an absolutely vital cog and, and David Wolf is back around the panel now again. So, you know, and they'll probably alternate Graham Mulcahy if he... If, if um, he starts corner forward, he'll be probably out centre forward and in and out and all that sort of a thing. And you'll have Ocean O'Reilly moving all over the place, um, uh, which is typical of him. And, you know, Patrick Swell will just hope that he doesn't get onto a ball at full speed because we know what the result of those of those situations are. But, you know, you've, you've Robbie Handy back. You've Gavin, Gavin O'Mahony. Um, now, Gavin has played in the backs and he's played in the forwards and I'm just wondering where, he, where he's going to play this um, this coming Sunday. Now, he, play, he played at full forward in recent games and like to have a man of that type of experience around the square is absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. So that, that will give you an idea of the strength of the Kilmallock attack. But then on the other side, like you have you have Aaron Galan and you, you, you have the O'Briens and you have John Kirby, you have Gordon, um, Jordan Higgins, like who, who to me has been one of the revelations of, 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 the, of the championship so far. All supplemented, Jack, an attack that's supplemented all the time by Keane Lynch and, and um, you know, been fed by, by, by Keane Lynch and Dermot Burton. So it, this is the making of an intriguing game. And I, I, I think it's a game that people should be low to take for granted that Kilmallock are going to get through. Um, I believe that they'll get through, but I believe it will be after one hell of a titanic struggle. Yeah, it's definitely one that I'll be looking forward to watching um, wherever I'll be in the world at that stage. I think it's fair to say the defenders will probably have a, a couple of sleepless nights for the Pearshig doing Kilmallock and Pastwell over the next four days because the firepower we'll see in the Gaelic Crowns uh, this Saturday and sun- Sunday is something to behold. That game, that second game is live on Limit J TV, Pashwell and Kilmallock. Two more games live on Limit J TV are the Premier Intermediate semi-finals, Matt, and we'll briefly go through them because they are a pair of intriguing clashes. On Saturday at 2 o'clock in Brough, you have Blackrock versus Effin, and then the following day at 4 in Kilmallock, you have the meeting of Brough and Drumlet Laka. So briefly on those two games, Matt, Effin obviously topped the group I played a Blackrock side that lost their final round game. You uh, fancy Effin to get through to the final in their second year at the grade? I do. I I I I do, Jack. Um, I, I I fancy him, but but only just. And you have mentioned it many times in this podcast how how difficult it is to beat a team in the championship for a second time, and that that's what we're expecting Effin to do because they've already met and Effin have won. But just to give you give just to give you a sense, I, I, you know, and you'll say I'm being a bit parochial here, but please, please accept that I'm not. Um, uh, Blackrock have been in very, very similar situation to um, to um, uh, Dune in many ways in the amount of players that they have lost. In that, um, would say Jimmy Quilty um, is out for the year through injury. Dylan Dawson, Kevin Palmer, Marty Farrell, all key players have gone abroad, Jack, um, which has left very, very big gaps to to to, um, to fill. Now, not only had BlackRock got to fill those gaps, Jack, but they also had to pick themselves up 
in the aftermath of relegation from senior last year. Um, now, Peter Finn went in there and um, and if there was ever a right man in the right place, um, it, it, it was Peter Finn with, with the absolutely incredible record that, that he has. So, like, that, yeah, Effen will be favourites to, to win it. I, I expect Effen to win it, but I'm, I'm very, very, very slow um, to discount in any way any team with Peter Finn at the helm. You must remember, um, he, he will be facing an Effen. Uh, some of the players whom he guided to county and monster intermediate success, what, 10 or 12 years ago. So, um, you know, I, I, I think Effen will win it. And, um, uh, but I, I think um, I wouldn't write off Black Rock now. Their, their, their last three games uh, during the campaign, they lost to Brough, they lost to Effen, and they lost to Glenrue. Um, but um, FN have only lost once. That was to Drummond at Lackey. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's FN. Like, FN are so strong, like Jack. And, yeah. and a strong, you know, in crucial places, like you've Nicky Quaid at centre half back. Need we say any more about that? You know, um, oh, yeah. we have Fergal O'Connor at midfield. And of course, up front, you know, they have the magician that is Paddy Donovan. You know, yeah, the standout player in the in the championship, I think, this year. Yeah. And, and and was the same when they won intermediate two years ago. So the omens look good there for Effin in that regard. I'll get your exact prediction at the very end of the pod, Matt. But the other game then is equally intriguing when you have Brough versus Drummond at Lacca. Uh, two teams that finished level on 10 points. Um, Drummond at Lacca got the win when they met before. But again, how do you go about beating a team for the second time in one year? It's, it's going to be difficult, Jack. Um, and um, I saw the first game, actually. I was at the first game. Now, it was the game immediately after the break, and one or two prof people had expressed to me, you, you remember there was about a three-week break there after three yeah. rounds. One or two people um, had expressed to me um, from prof uh, doubts about prof going into that game uh, after the break. And... Um, the, 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 you know, the, the, their fears proved to be founded, well-founded. But, um, Prof, you know, it's very hard to figure out exactly where where Prof are, you know. Um, they, 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 you know, there's no doubt, Jack. Sean Finn, massive, massive loss. Yeah. Does it, does it need to be said? Like, you know... Uh, the stabilization that he brings, and you know, he's even probably a bigger loss this year, Jack, uh, than than he would have been last year for the simple reason that there's there's so many extra young players coming through. Now, I think that, that to add to that, I think they have one or two more injuries which are which are of concern to him. Um, but you know, they won the first three games, six points on the board after after um. Uh, after three games, and it looked, you know, swanning, going swanningly well for last year's runners-up. But then it turned a little, little bit sour. That that defeat to Drummond at Lackey, you know, and a subsequent defeat to Effen, um, you know, left them struggling a bit. And like they had to pull out the stops to get over Newcastle West. But that Newcastle West game, Jack, may stand very good for Brough. You know. Oh they, yeah. When they really it 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 was a de facto knockout game, and um, you know they had to get up to the level and and you know 
I, I think they're going to avenge that defeat because okay. um, on on the day on the day um, I I thought that day Jack when when Drummond Atlaka won that day I could see no way that Drummond Atlaka wasn't going to qualify for the semi-finals. They look good. Like and you must yeah, was, you must remember they won their last four games. So, yeah, both and, teams and are coming they, in with they momentum. Have, they have been without Keen Scully all season. You know, Jer Hickey, who's their coach, who was a member of the Clare All Ireland minor winning uh, backroom team this year. You know, been around the block, and he he will know what it takes. It 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 is not a foregone conclusion that Brough will avenge that defeat. It's 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 going to be one hell of a battle, and um, but oh, I think. Brough will be fired up. They will be fired up um, by the fact that they lost to their neighbours in the in 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 the in the fourth round, and I think that they will have that little extra bit of vital edge and, and momentum. The fact that they had such a tough game against Newcastle West to make it to the knockout stages. Definitely, it's it's another. There are two more intriguing games, and we also have a pair in the in the intermediate. But we'll get to those. We get the predictions, just so you know. They're Crockel Finier playing Hospital Herbertstown and. Saturday at one o'clock, and Granabel and Gary are playing Maru in uh, at four o'clock on Saturday, the same day. But we'll get to those. We we'll get the predictions, Matt, because I do. I'm conscious that we have a lot to get through because we had over the weekend we had the quarterfinals in the football. Now neither of us. Well, I was. I saw most of the game between Potter Casey's and the Pierce but like the hurling, we're down to the same final four. Uh, Father Casey's got past the Pierce and. Monlene just outlasted Kildama Palace Kennery. So it'll be Father Casey's versus Adair and Monlene versus Newcastle yet again in the last four. Now, you weren't at the game, but I was at the, the Father Casey's and the Pierce game. And Casey's did look good, even without the, the amount of players they're missing. It's only when you kind of see them that you're, you're wondering, where's this? Where's, you know, Chris Smith? Where's Karma Croach? Where's Adrian Wright? Just powered on without him, and they were really impressive, Matt. Um, anytime the Pierce kind of got ahead of steam, Casey's were there just to to put them back in their box. If you so wish, they got they got goals every time the Pierce got a goal. Casey's replied with a goal themselves. And the Pierce started well. Dylan Crawlin scored, um, gave him a green flag. But Rory O'Brien was really really impressive midfield, and then he brought on Eli Reardon for the last five or ten minutes. He was away for majority of the summer. So Casey's looking good. What did you hear about him? Well, I have something similar, Jack, and I, I read something similar. I, I was about other business in Liverpool, as you know. Um, uh, but, um, uh, yeah, I, of course, I, the games went as I expected them to go. Um, I, I expected Father Casey's to, to, to win. Um, but um, Father Casey's, really at the start of the campaign, Jack, they were without so many players, but you mentioned it there about Elia Reardon. Like that—that's just what's happening now. Is that 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 players are are coming back? Some that were away for the summer and all what have you, and um, now they're getting back not to full strength because there's Carl uh, Roach and um, um, Chris Smith and uh, Adrian Inright won't be back for the season. But you know. Um, there's a new look about Father Casey still, but there could be new momentum behind them, Jack, because um, mm. like they got over the quarterfinal hump last year after, was it 12 or 13 years? 
now they've got over got over it again. They will be on a mission, but they 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 they're, they're facing a very very competent day side in in the semi final now. Last year they will reflect on the brilliant start that they got, an absolutely brilliant start. Um, but 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 their challenge collapsed like a house of cards, and um, I I don't expect it to happen this year. I think I think they were they're in they're nevertheless despite. Despite being without the big names, they 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 are in a better place. But Jack, we we've we've been talking about it for so long in the context of other cases, as to when are they going to make this breakthrough? Because they have been so strong, and so effective, and and so successful at underage level, and you just wonder when are they going to translate it into success at adult and senior level? Um. Maybe this is maybe this is the year, but as I say, I'm at a disadvantage in that I didn't see any of the games last Sunday, last weekend. Sorry, but um, yeah, look, as far as far the cases are concerned, for now, they're where they want to be. Yeah, and and I suppose it sounds a case of where maybe people would expect them to be with all those um, people away and injuries and things, but they're there and they're on merit and they'll have their own ambitions to right the wrongs of last year when they easily could have been into a first final and I think is it 13 years but their semi-final is next week so we'll look forward to those uh next week it'll obviously be Monoline and Newcastle again Monoline two point victors over Kildion Palace Kinnery won 13 to 14 points that call um in the second half proven crucial now they did move six clear at the start of the second half um and KP replied with five on the bounce, they had Carl Downs back as well, which was a bonus for them. And I've seen Monoline play this year up close and personal, and so did you, and they're a really good outfit. So it not not only does it heighten their credentials as potential champions, but it says a lot about KPE and where they are. Um, but Monoline get through. They're back in the semi-final, and without previewing it too much, Matt, if Father Casey's ever revenge mission on their mind, so will Monoline, because back-to-back years, they were beaten by Newcastle in the last four by three points, I think it was one point, you know, and Newcastle went on to win the championship. So they will think there's two championships gone a begging. They won't want to, to let a third go. And again, they're where they wanted to be, where they expected to be. And that's my watering game. But again, what did you hear from those that saw Monoline and KP? Yeah, well, you know, people were impressed um, with Kildamo Palace, Henry. You know, but... Um, I, I saw Kildama Palace Kenry earlier on in the campaign myself and I, I I was impressed with him. But I saw Monoline a couple of times, Jack, and I said it in this medium already. Um, I think I said it four or five weeks ago that uh, Monoline to me are contenders. And I haven't changed my mind since because I saw him in their final group game. And again, I thought they were very, very, very efficient. A very, very efficient outfit. And... Um, uh, but you, full credit to Kildama Palace Kenry. There was all sorts of doubts about, and you know, well placed doubts about Kildama Palace Kenry coming into the game, uh, in, into the championship itself, because you had this overlap with the senior hurling and trying to juggle both of them. But above all, and above all, you had the second year, second year syndrome. You know, no, they did very well last year. Got to the quarterfinal, beaten by Father Cases. People were saying they wouldn't be capable of doing it again. Like they confounded everybody when they had it done after three games, and they, then yeah. then they got a sort of two free shots, 
at the top teams in the group, Father Casey's and Newcastle West, to build up momentum. And by God, did they do it, Jack. Um, it, it, it would appear to me that as a football force, Father uh, Kildama Palestine are here to stay. Because if you take their last three games, it's it's against three of the four semi-finalists. And they have acquitted yeah. themselves extremely, extremely well in all three. But I think, um, uh, and I know it will be preview, we'll be previewing it next week, that, um, that Mona Lee and Jack are strong contenders for the Limerick Senior Football Championship. Yeah, and, I... Um, Newcastle, Newcastle West will 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 have a job on their hands when when they come up against them in the semi final. Now, um, whether they can get the better of Newcastle West, I don't know. I think Newcastle West, uh, the fact that the hurlers are out and there's quite a crossover, um, all the focus will now be on retaining the football title. So that's a boost for the Newcastle West, you know, but. Um, we won't be previewing that until, until next week. But what we said to Kilgaimo, um, and I know it might sound hollow, but well done on a, on a what you know would be a very very good season. But I'm I'm sure um, John Chalk now would have much preferred that we be talking about him in the context of being semi finalists. Um, but um, yeah, I think overall um, it, it 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 was a good performance, but. Um, I, I've been hugely impressed by Monley in this year, Jack. Yeah, so have I. Um, and I think they'll they'll have a big say in this championship yet. But we're we're down to the the final four, the four we probably would have expected to see. Um, but it doesn't make it any less enjoyable when we're going to have Adair versus Father Casey's, and we'll have Monley versus Newcastle West. The intermediate final four was confirmed over the weekend. Raquel just caught past Galbally and Drum Broadford beat St. Pat's by a single point. We won't go into his, those games till we go to the previews next week, but it's Munger St. Paul's versus Raquel, and it's going to be St. Sennans versus Drum Broadford in the intermediate football quarterfinals and then into the Premier Junior. Kappa uh, were victorious over the weekend. Del Plano Castle West in the semi final. And Fianna Kilmeady beat Kiltiedrum Keane to set up a meeting with Croom. But again, we'll look forward to those next weekend, Matt. Over the, on Sunday afternoon, we had the two ladies football finals, Matt. And for the third year in a row, Mona Gay were crown champions. They beat St. Elvis for the second year running. And also for second year running, Galda Gales claimed uh, a Limerick title. But this year, intermediate uh, status was vanquished. And now they're into the senior ranks, a very quick turnaround for them but firstly on the senior final Matt um, a game that we, we streamed live from the Gaelic Crowns 2-9 to 7 in the end in favour of the three in a row champions they were 7-3 ahead at half time and never really looked in doubt Matt they're just a very very impressive side Armona Gay they have brilliant players all over the field we would have seen that with four of them earned all stars after getting Limerick in All-Ireland final so should be no surprise of the strength and depth they have but they don't seem to be a team that rests in their laurels. They, they seem to get better every year and probably their most comprehensive final performance in the three in a row. Probably, probably, Jack. No, no doubt about it. And happiest congratulations to, 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 to Mona Gay. And um, yeah, but, you know, with Mona Gay, it was a question of probably keeping the best wine to last uh, because um, 
in, 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 in the group stages, um, they, they, they just got overall middle by a point. They drew with Ballylanders and they beat um, um, Fiona Castleman by a goal. And that, that wasn't enough for the semi-final place, which went to Ballylanders. And, um, and it sent them on the quarterfinal route where they needed extra time to beat Drum Bradford. But in the semi-final against the surprise packet jack in, in UL, they had a very, very good win over Ula. So, yeah. you know, the pointers coming into the final were that um, um, uh, Martin O'Sullivan, Mike Quilligan, and of course Billy Lee was on board, and, and that management team actually had timed their run to perfection. And um, uh, whilst Ailby's uh, suffered a sharp defeat in the first round, um, Tula but hit back and beat Drum, send them the quarterfinal route, beat Old Mill, but in a bit of a surprise, Jack, and I'm not again not being parochial today, but um, it was a surprise that they beat Ballylanders. I had seen Ballylanders earlier in the year and I was impressive, uh, impressed by them, and they, they certainly had high hopes that um, this, this may be their year, but um, it didn't transpire that way. They conceded goals, and if you concede goals, Jack, goals win win matches, and that's exactly what 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 Saint Elbys did. So, um, uh, you know, but in, in on Sunday, Jack, and and I watched back parts of it. Um, I don't think anybody um, could justifiably argue, but that the best team won, and um, no. uh, won won comprehensively, and. Um, uh, of course, now that they have won the month, the the, um, the Limerick Championship, they will be on a mission to, you know, to go further um, in 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 Munster, like having got to the final last year against the, where they surprisingly lost to Mulnahorn. So, um, they, 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 you know, there's a bigger fish in the sea now for for Mon again. We wish them the best of luck on that. Jack, yeah. the performance of Galtie Gales was incredible. Um, but I, for one, I, I, I'm not surprised, and, and that is not hindsight. Um, I saw him in the um, in the junior championship last year. I saw him in the junior final, Jack. They literally walked through the junior championship last year. They were so far ahead of everybody that it was simply, simply incredible. And I knew that they were going to be a formidable force. I may have said it at the start of this when we were looking at this at the very beginning, that they were going to be a formidable force at intermediate level. And um, like uh, they get a huge advantage uh, coming into um, coming into the final in so far as, and I mentioned it last week, whilst they got a direct route to the semifinal, which can sometimes be a poison chalice, in that semi-final, they drew with Mungret. And extra time couldn't be played because of deteriorating conditions. So it went to a replay, and the replay went to extra time. So if ever a team went into a final battle, Harden Jack, and with momentum, it was Galti Gales. And they certainly, they certainly made it count. Now they were six or seven points up at one stage in the second half and lost their way a bit and actually fell behind in the home straight, but dug it out. You know, great character of, great sign of character of a team. And um, I, they're going to move up to seeing your ranks now. I just say that there's, Galtie Gales, Jack, have a very, very young side. 
very, very young side now. They have one or two experienced players like um, Shelley Walsh, who was the captain, um, an All-Ireland medal winner with Limerick in 2018, Um, But you have a raft of young players like the Geary's, the Quans coming through, um, um, the Quans, the daughters of um, uh, Limerick football legend John Quan. Um, and, and, of course, Roisin Brady, who is a member of the county team at the moment. So, um, like, Galtie Gales will not be making up numbers in in, um, in 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 the senior championship next year. So, heartless congratulations to Johnny Cleary and his management team and the entire Galtie Gales squad and the entire Galtie Gales club. It was a fantastic performance. Yeah, brilliant performance, brilliant result from not only Galtie Gales and one again. And deserve winners now. Marubar gave it their all, but a late strike from Kelly Hogan proving decisive there in their one point win. And they'll have no fear in the senior ranks, and they'll see what Ula did this year and uh, and have high ambitions for next season. But likewise, the two of them yeah, have Munster Championship campaigns to look forward to. So, uh, we, we'll keep an eye I, um, on those. I, I, um, I, I just, um, you know, uh, might be slightly remiss of me there that, um. To, to sort of bypass Maru Bohor, but it was a great performance by Maru Bohor to get to the final because um, they they didn't have a good group campaign. They lost two out of the three games to Mungret St. Paul's and Nakeni, and then they found their way back um, with a quarter final win over St. Bridget's. And Jack in the semi final, you know, it, go, it, it comes back to what you've been saying hard to beat a team for a second time in the championship. They beat Nakeni and avenged the group. You know, and they were on the final on merit, and um, by by God, did 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 they put up some performance? Yeah, you know, commiserations obviously to Saint Elby's and Maru Bohar, but you know, there's no there's no doubt in Delby back. But we'll keep a uh, track on Galtie Gales and Monaghan as they go in to the Munster series. And this weekend, Matt, we have Camogie finals down for decision. So we're really into. The business end of of the season, um, and I suppose obviously the standout tie is that senior final this Sunday in Ballygrand at one o'clock as Kalidi play Newcastle West, uh, in the third final in four years. Obviously, Kalidi lost out last year, but teams met in twenty twenty one where Newcastle were champions. The previous year, Kalidi were champions. I think Newcastle won the year before that as well. So it's been a real back and forth between the two West Limerick teams. But uh, when you're looking forward to, I'm sure. Yeah, Jack, and um, I'm, I'm I have a busy weekend. I'm at the two intermediate games on Saturday, and I'm I'm um, I'm doing the two Komogi games on Sunday. And unfortunately, I'm missing the Kilmallock um, um, Patrick's Well game. But um, yeah, I'm 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 really looking forward to the Komogi finals. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to both finals, Jack. I think they have the potential to be two cracking finals. And um, in the lovely setting of, of, of Bally Grand, where the final was last year. Um, yeah, I, I I suppose going into the semi-final, you'd have got a bit of odds against them. Um, Kilidi uh, coming out, especially uh, they had to go, um, they had to travel to a hand for the, their, their semi-final. And it was in a hand team, of course, who were the defending champions and like who, who raced through the group stages with, with, with big wins over Capamore, Bruff and, 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 and the Piercy. And um, they, they looked the real deal again and looked, you know, to be strong contenders to retain their title. But um, Khalidi were having none of that. And um, they went there and got the result. Now, the, 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 
Canadia and Newcastle West have already met in the championship in the group stages, which, which Newcastle West won by a goal of nine points to six points. But Jack, that will count for very, very little on Sunday. And it comes down again to, to what we've been saying and at the risk of being repetitive, beating a team for the second time in the championship. And anyway, knockout Camogie obviously takes on a totally different dynamic to, you know, group group stage Camogie. So um, with everything on the line, I think it's, it, it, it has the potential to be a great final. Now, Newcastle West had a very, very disappointing last year, last year. And, um, you know, um, they, 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 they hope, thankfully, um, for themselves and for everybody, they've, they've put all that behind them. Um, and um, they've turned over a new leaf, and um, you, you know they, they're they're going into the they're going into the final jack with with some power, you know. Um, the fact that Rebecca the lead back is huge, absolutely massive. Cameron O'Leary, Debbie Murphy, um, and then you have the situation where an awful lot of the Newcastle West players they won county football medals with Mona Gay. So they will be mad, you know, to complete that double like they did in 2021. Uh, Newcastle West, Camogie, Monaghan football double. And yeah. um, and they, they look to me to be favourites to it, uh, to do so. But Jack, I, I, I don't for one minute want to discount um, the challenge that Khalidi are, are, are going to bring. Um, like they, they have lost last year's final to... to, to um, uh, to a hand and the previous year's final to to um, Newcastle West, they're appearing in a fourth final in a row, and like uh, they they they're on the threshold of losing three in a row. That will not sit well with a club like Kilidia, club of the stature of Kilidia. So I I think we're in for one hell of a battle in Ballygrand on Sunday, and I can't wait for it. Oh, hundred percent! It'll be a very intriguing game and. Senior B final then uh, between Napiershig and Adair is also on this weekend, Sunday at half two in Fedemore. But it's the intermediate final then is the other one, the main, the other attraction. Um, yeah, if I, if I just could do well on the intermediate, uh, the, the senior yeah. B final for a for a second, Jack, if you would indulge me. Um, uh, here we have an Adair team, Jack, that um, won the Junior Championship two years ago. Won the intermediate championship last year, and now are on the threshold of picking up senior B honors. Like it is an absolutely perfect progression. We we, we spoke there last year or some time back anyway uh, about the way that Kildare Palace Kinry is hurling, um, hurling progressed. Now we see something similar reflected in a day, step by step by step, and. Um, it, it's um, in a first year up at senior level, back at senior level. It, 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 it's an ideal situation for a dare. They still have ground to make up to close to, to, to close it with the likes of Kilidi, Newcastle West, and and um, and the hand. But what better way, Jack, uh, than than get into the B Championship? Um, got a good result in the semi final over Krokora, and. Um, now are just one game away from picking up more silverware. But of course, Jack, the Pierce will have different ideas altogether. You know, they, they will have an they will have an agenda of their own. 
and they will be anxious because um, the Piercy have been making strides in recent years, you know, and there's no more tangible way of, you know, of, of you know, gauging where yeah. you're at or where you're going than to pick up a bit of silverware along the way. So oh, you can't. You can't that, stop that, that is that is going to be right. that that's going to be a cracking final. It's a pity they're all on together because that's a, a final I, I would have loved. I would love to see. It's it's on in Fedemar on Sunday at half past two, um, but um, it, it, it's you know uh, from an Adair perspective, you know like what a run it has been for Adair Kamogi. Like Junior Champions 2021, Intermediate Champions 2022, Monster Junior Champions 2022, and now on the threshold of seeing a B Champions. Um, you know, yeah, happy, happy days for there, and you know, good work by Michelle Gallagher and and her team down there doing a great job. Michelle has been in situ with that group of players since 2018, and um, a lot of very young players. They they provided four. Of the Limerick minor team this year, which which, which reached the All Ireland Shield final, so she a Shield final, um, so um, you know it's yeah, it, it's, it's looking finish. well for a, for for a day. Now the, the intermediate final is between the runners up of the last two years. Monaline lost the, the the final to Capamore after a replay in 2021. Um, uh, Croke and lost the final to to a day last last um, last. Last year, when they met in the group stages, um, Monaline were convincing winners, 15 points to eight. But again, it's back to the old story, beat a, champ a team twice in the championship. Um, that, that is going to be a very, very good game. And that throws in in Ballygranite 3.30 on Sunday. Yeah, another interesting one. And, and while silver is so important at any level, intermediate, the major goal is that you're up to the senior grade and you're competing with the best of the best and after both missing out in recent years you know it should be a really really um intriguing game uh this sunday as well in bali grand um the main event in terms of times but the main event is that um is that senior final between newcastle west and Kalidi. so before we finish up for today matt we'll do our predictions because we went through every game pretty much without saying exactly how we think they'll go now before we get into this week's again we'll look at last week's where we looked at the uh, senior football and intermediate football quarters and the ladies final now you backed every game right so i hope you had a few pounds on it you'd mona lean and casey's in the senior football raquel and drum in the intermediate and then mona gay and galta gales in the ladies football finals I got both intermediate ones wrong, but I did say the Celtic Gales would win by a single point. So three points there. So we've all got six points. So that leaves you on 61 and myself on 55. So hopefully this weekend. Uh, I'll have to have it out with Johnny Clare and Celtic Gales. Now, why didn't they win by two points, which I predicted? Yeah, well, Kelly Owen stepped up very late with uh, that all-important score uh, to, to deny you and to get me there a few extra points. But we'll start with the, the senior hurling semi-finals, Matt. Now, we have spoke about them in depth, but if you've anything more as to why you think a certain team will win, I'm going to start with Saturday's June versus Napiershik. Yeah, I'm going with Napiershik by five, Jack. Napiershik by five, just that firepower just to, to take them home. Yeah, yeah. I am going to go Napiershik by seven. I just think they're 
an awesome outfit, and I just can't see them being beat this weekend. Patchwell versus Kilmallock. Now, I backed Kilmallock to win by two in the group stages, and they did just that, and I expect them to shade this one again by the same amount. So I'm going to go Kilmallock by two points. Well, I had him down for two points, so I'll go by three. You don't want to go down to one, no? No. You'll stay with the three. It, like, that's the game of the weekend, I think, um, in the country. So that'll be one to keep an eye on. I don't, either of us think it's going to be uh, too far off a, a draw. Then into the Premier Intermediate, Matt. Um, Effen versus Blackrock. I'm going Effen by three. Effen by three. I have Effen as well. I'm going Effen by four. And then Prof versus Drummond Lacca. I think we'll differ here. I'm going to go Drummond Lacca to get into the final for the first time since being promoted. I'm going to go Drummond Lacca by three points. I'm going the opposite. I'm going Brough by four. Brough by four. Um, and then into the Camogie finals, Matt. Newcastle West versus Kalidi. I'm going Newcastle West by two. Newcastle West by two to inflict another final defeat. I'll go Newcastle by three to win back the crown. They won in 2021. And then Monlene versus Crockel Finney. I'm going to go for Monlene to win promotion up to the senior ranks by three points. I'm going Croke Kilfinney by one. Croke Kilfinney plus one. So, in the senior hurling, we both have the Pearson Kilmallock get to the final. We both have Effin to get to the Premier Intermediate final. You have Brough and Drummond Lack. I have Drummond Lack to join them. Then we both have Newcastle West to claim the senior Camogie title. I have Monoline to win the Intermediate and you have Croke to win the Intermediate. So, there are our predictions. Again, they're only for a bit of crack and I'll be keeping a close eye we don't kick a football no but we watch we watch intently and look it's great that those um Tommy those games be streamed this weekend I know for myself now personally being out of the country it'll be uh, so handy to be able to watch those games but um as I said at the start this will be the last one of just me and you for a while till I get on my feet I've uh, two week holiday I suppose to look forward to now before I land in Sydney and then once I get on my feet We'll be back recording and it'll be just in time, I'd say, for the senior hurling final and in time for the senior football final. But um, look, it's an end of a, a supposed era. So just a, before we finish, a huge thank you to you, first of all, Matt, for coming on every week. It doesn't matter. I text Matt. I could text him on Monday morning or I could text him on Wednesday morning. If I give him a time, he'll be there, if at all possible. Always covering for me if I don't see a game or I, I don't know too much about a, a certain game you're always there to cover me so it's been such an enjoyable I think I took over in 2020 at some stage so I was a bit daunted at the start to be talking to a Limerick legend like yourself but uh, call you a peer and a friend now Matt so it's been very enjoyable for the last two years and we'll keep it going once I get started or uh, once I get started over again and a huge thank you to everyone that has come up to me especially over the last few years and I know you're the same Matt just even to thank us or to call us out in something, we appreciate everything. Any feedback is good feedback for the podcast. But for now, it's it's adios for a few weeks' time. Um, but a major thank you to everyone, and you're going to jump in there. I do, Jack. I, I, you know, I want to sincerely thank you. Um, like 
the discourse between us, like that, that that has been a chemistry between us, which has has actually worked since 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 day one, you know. And I I have really enjoyed really enjoyed it for the most part the series, but I I enjoyed the banter bit of it as well, which you know you, you yeah. know lightens it at times. And I just want to wish you every very every good wish in 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 um, in your travels. First of all, safe travels to Australia. Yeah. And um, when you put down roots over there, um, you know, I also want to wish you the best of luck. But, Jack, don't pick up that Australian tang. No, <laughs> I won't. I definitely won't. I not really won't. Although I did live I, 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 I'm, 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 quite, I'm quite happy with, with, with the, with the, the um, Ballistine dialect, um, but don't get that Australian thing in. No, I don't. Uh, I don't ever lose this Palestine dialect. Now, if I if I become a, a bit more clear in my speaking, I won't mind that. But I, I definitely won't lose the dialect. But for now, thank you so much, Matt, as always, and especially for today. And, and, and you too, Jack, and safe tra- and safe tra- safe travels, and thanks for everything. Absolutely, it it has been magnificent, and looking forward to being back again in a couple of weeks with you. Yeah, but for now, it's it's a Jew or or adios or whatever they say, but. Um, thank you so much. That's episode 254 in the books. As always, thanks to Nosman for the sponsorship. Thank you for everyone that likes, subscribes. Make sure to do all that stuff on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, and YouTube, where these go out. And we'll be back again soon. So thank you, Matt, and good luck. Impression again, we get all of what you put into it's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, what a shoddy buckling. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me find out there from the war court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. No sympathy in this game for anybody.